Welcome to another episode of the Shut Up and Roll for Initiative podcast, a live play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition campaign from the Shut Up and Respawn network. Find us at www.shutupandrespawn.com, join our Discord channel at the links provided on the website, and consider supporting us at patreon.com slash s-u-a-r-f-i. Now it's time to shut up and roll for initiative. Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Great. Now let's regroup out of harm's way and form a plan. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Either we heal now as a team or we will die as individuals. Gear up. It's time. A day may come when the courage of men fails. When we forsake our friends and break all bonds of fellowship. But it is not this day. An hour of wolves and shattered shields when the age of men comes crashing down. But it is not this day. This day we flinch all night. Master Chief, you mind telling me what you're doing on that ship? Sir, finishing this fight. Fears shall be shaken. Shields shall be splintered. A sword day! A red day! A day when the world declared in one voice we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live Runs. on. We're going to survive. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Shut Up and Roll for Initiative podcast, where we um, play Dungeons & Dragons. And we do it because we have a lot of fun, and I am one of the players. I am Steve. I play S.H.I.E.L.D., the Luxodon Paladin, and we're here with Devin. Devin, say hi to all the people. Hey, all the people. How are you? And you can tell us who you play. Uh, I play Fingalore, the most amazing elf ranger hunter. Uh, that doesn't just randomly shoot people just for fun. Um, I might <laughs> not. A I, to your no. um, sometimes I pre-plan things. Sometimes I don't, and uh, you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> Very cool. And then we're here with Barry, our DM. Barry, you can introduce all your characters. No, you don't have to do that. So we're back with another another episode. Uh, Michael is not here because he is sick, and instead of just you know. Pushing off the podcast for another week or another two weeks, we decided to just kind of roll with it and see how it goes. So, uh, Barry, why don't you take us away? Give us a recap, and then let's hit it. When last we met, we had completely your your characters had completely ended up gutting out the Butterskull Ranch, had rid it of a bunch of orcs that had ransacked it. You were able to rescue Alphonse from the the grip of the orcs. You also rescued his cow. He was. Very uh, grateful to that. Then um, you decided to head on your way to find um, the Falcon's Hunting Lodge. He is a ranger who is on the road to the um, to the woodmill that the logging camp that the 
that the people in Fandolin rely on to be able to build and to um, fortify their their village and their their town. Um, some for some reason the shipments of logs have stopped. There's been a grave concern to everybody that lives there. Um, you, being who you guys are, have decided to go figure out what is going on. Um, Alphonse has actually decided to accompany um, just to see what's going down. The The ranch has kind of been left a little derelict and destroyed, and he's interested as, as well to see what's going on at the logging camp. Uh, you find yourselves ready to hit the road, and you also um, just recently leveled up, so hopefully there's going to be some uh, some new abilities and options thrown out there during this uh, these next few sessions. We did all the levels. So, did all the all levels. The Our characters are now level four. <clears throat> so Alphonse, um, he is tending to Petunia, his cow, out in the outer uh, out, outside of his ranch and getting things ready. Um, he's basically waiting on you guys. So he's ready to hit the road just as soon as you are. Okay. I'm ready to roll. So I'm ready to roll also. So Shield wakes up and he's he's feeling lucky. So I'm feeling lucky today, gentlemen. Let's let's get on the road. Let's go figure out what's happening with this logging camp. If there's more orcs there, which I imagine could be the only reason that the logs have stopped coming into town. Let's let's go let's go end us some orcs again. He um yeah he's he's throwing some some saddlebags on on Petunia and he is ready to start heading that direction. He asks um is it, if you guys have collected enough rations out of the cupboards. We don't want to leave anything behind. Make sure you have you know there's obviously plenty in our in my pantries. So let's let's be sure we don't go um, ill prepared. So I have quite a few rations. I guess we could search for rations. You can if you wish. He just wants to make sure you know that you have enough because if you if you're ready, he's ready. Yeah, yeah. I I think we're good. I also have. Let me look at my rations. Where'd they go? Yeah, where does it say rations here? Inventory. I have Inventory. twenty uh, or forty pounds of rations. Okay, so you've got plenty. You have plenty of rations then. He just wanted to be sure nobody was going without since he's essentially abandoning his his ranch for now and doesn't know exactly when he'll return. Might as well sneak away, sneak away with as much as he possibly can. My rations yep. for some reason aren't showing up. I don't know why. Anyway. Know, inventory? Yeah, they're not there. I'll add them in later because I bought a lot last time we were in town. So, yep, yeah, I'm ready to go. The Barrack, okay. are you ready to go? I'm ready. You're not Barrack. No, I thought you said Finn. Sorry, my bad. It's similar. Yeah, Barrack. Barrack nods. He, he looks a little. Um, he looks a little ill around his ears and a little green and around the gills. Doesn't say you know, much. I told but... him to stop eating trash, but <laughs> he really likes eating garbage. So a little trashy. All right. The uh, he, he he gets on the road. He knows the way very well. He's has, you know has no problem. He knows this whole area of the of the forest like the back of his hand, and starts heading towards uh, in a kind of a north northwest path back up away around from the um, from his ranch, and he begins to hit the road. 
Everybody give me a uh, perception check. Uh, natural 20. Dang. 16 for me. Okay. As you guys are thumping along on the road, making your way down to our north to the logging camp and hopefully to um, Falcon's um, lodge itself on the way. Shields, you get a kind of a that sensation where the hairs on the back of your neck just shoot up and as you guys are heading down the road, you notice off in the distance a couple of travelers, but they look like they're under some duress as they are running as quickly as they possibly can in your direction. They are have some they have some pretty terrified looks on their faces, and they are definitely in duress. Uh, they look like just regular common people in some pretty nondescript clothing, um, dropping some satchels and packs along the way, and are just not. Um, doesn't seem like they're doing very well. One happens to be, seems to be a very young girl and another older man, seemingly a father, and they are heading in your direction as quickly as they possibly can. I say, Fen, Beric, eyes up. Something's happening. And then I'm going right. to move up um, to meet them in the road. If they're running towards us. Okay. They are running towards you. As, you, as you're running up, um, suddenly, from the sky, a blood-curdling screech slash roar like you have never heard before catches catches your attention. And when you glance up, Shield, there, finally in the flesh, after all you've heard about, is the silhouette of very distinguishable dragon. Oh, circling the sky um, and heading towards. Like it's trying to dive in front of, in front of these people as 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 it's running, or as they're running, suddenly it just kind of dive bombs and crash lands in this, in this really loud and just horrendous thud. Actually, shake even start shaking the ground a little bit as it slams down in front of in front of her. Everybody, shut up and roll for initiative. Oh, a dragon in the midst. I got a nine. It is. Cryovane. I got uh, 13. I don't think I have anything plus on my initiative. Nope, just 9. I'll roll for Beric. I'll roll for Beric. Beric rolled an 8, and on initiative, Beric has a plus 3 on 8, so he rolled an 11. Give him. Uh, what's your agil? What's your agil? What's your agility, Beric? Beric's agility is. I'm sorry, Ben. What's Ben's agility modifier? Um, is it a plus my two? Agility is. There's agility or dexterity. Dexterity is the word I'm looking for. It's plus four. Plus four. Okay, so you're gonna go first then. For him, so we'll knock him down to twelve or to twelve. Yeah. Tell I mean, me you I can had, see the turn order. 13, so. Yeah, you had 13. So he see... rolled a 13 as well, but we're going to give you a dexterity bonus on that. Okay. So is everybody seeing the map and the turn order? Yep, we're seeing the, the turn map. order. The only thing on the turn order, though, is the dragon. Oh, correct. Turn order is probably still stuck on the last one. 
because what I don't do is I build you guys new people, but then I don't, you know. Do you have to build new people each time in roll 20? No, so what you do is you bring the tokens onto every map. And so your tokens, I even though I, I assign it to you as to control, I'm not right-clicking and adding the turn um, on the, to the new token. So I just need to remember to right-click and add the new token. What was yours again? Nine? I rolled Shield. a nine, and Barrack rolled 11. Right. Okay. Is that looking better? Yep. Perfect. Looks good. Okay. We're going to give old Alphonse a whopping 10. Man, I'm going last. <laughs> okay. Finn. Cryovane has crash-landed in front of these peasants and is now between you and 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 them peasants not pheasants <laughs> there's pheasants okay. on the there's <laughs> birds you know, on the road scattered into the air i'm really good at speaking english <laughs> so um yeah so let's see 25 i'm going to move up to kind of like right here with this tree okay about 10 or 15 um, I yell out to those people to get back. <laughs> okay. I also yell out to the dragon, what do you want? <laughs> okay. Why are you here? You know, that kind of stuff. So. Gotcha. If he understands me, I have no idea. So. Um, so he whips, his head whips around and you see in his eyes, there's definitely an intelligence. He's not a beast by any means. Um, but there is like more of a cruel look to his intelligence, a little more of like almost more as serpent-like as you could possibly be, but uh, but with that more light of intelligence behind the eyes. I gotcha. So it doesn't tell me anything; it just gives me a look. He just glances at you, right? Making now he's very aware that he is, you know, that you're there as well as his his quarry. Okay. Um, do you? Should, do you, oh, should, but you you asked the question, right? Why Why are you here? Yeah, I said, why are you here? Simple. To eat. And his head whips back around um, to the to the to the villagers. Well, we can't let you eat the villagers. Go somewhere else, or we'll be forced to fight you. He, he's ignoring you at this point. Shield, what should we do? Should we attack him? Shoot her! Shoot her! <laughs> Shoot her, huh? All right. I'm waiting for that. Well, we got it. Okay, I am going to... Let's see. Got here. Um, rolling down here. So I have a sharpshooter feature feat okay. <laughs> for my character. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to use my sharpshooter ability. And this gives a negative five to my attack roll. But if negative I hit five? Oh. Yeah, it gives me a negative okay. five penalty to the attack roll. Uh, okay. But if I still hit, it gives me a plus ten to the damage. Oh, nice. So, 
I am going to attack with my bow. Can't be that hard to hit a dragon, right? Since it's my long distance weapon. Can't be you never that know. hard. <laughs> you never know. Famous last okay. words. I got uh, 20. Uh, 20 not nat. That no, not is natural, yeah, that is definitely going to hit the kind of your surprise and satisfyingly it impales right between some scales and he lurches and growls um, and is not happy. Go ahead and roll your damage. Oh, wait. Hold on. I forgot to minus five. So, actually, oh. I got 15. My bad. <laughs> oh. I should have I mean, known. I mean, uh, I would like to still hit, but I forgot to <laughs> minus the five out. This is significantly different. The... <laughs> Hermione Granger turns her time turner. The arrow goes back into your hand and quiver. And when you release this time, it pings harmlessly off of his hide. Oh, 15 doesn't hit? Wow. And lands harmlessly away in the dirt. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I yell out, uh, Shield, watch out. He might be a little dangerous. <laughs> And then uh, I'm going to move back a few feet to over here. And that's all my movement. And I'm into my turn. Okay. Having um, having had an arrow ping off of his hide, this makes him extremely unhappy. He's going to whip around and turn his attention on the, those who seem to be assailing him and preventing him from from a quick meal. Besides the fact you kind of see in his eyes even more wild hunger as he recognizes a nice fat bovine in your midst. He's going to rear back. You get a little touch about you like that, Shield? No. <laughs> I'm an elephant, I'm not a cow. I know, that's fine. <laughs> He's going to rear back, open his maw, and suddenly a blast issues forth. Just this frosty, deep, dead cold of of ice just comes spraying out of his mouth. So this is going to be a cone of breath. Where is my tool here? So really, it's going to hit kind of. It's going to hit shield. Full blast. Um, you're going to make a, a constitution saving throw, Shield. Constitution. I have a plus one on constitution. That is a nine. Um, but I'm going to use a one of my luck tokens, and I'm going to re-roll that if I can. Okay. You have a luck token? So as, as my lucky feat, um, I have three luck points um. per long rest. So whenever someone makes an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw, I can use one and I can re-roll it. And then I can choose which cool. die to use. So I'm going to do that now because I don't want to get hit by Ice Breath. Sounds so good. the second one is a natural 20. A nat 20. Sweet. Okay, so you're going to save and that you're only going to take um, 5d8s worth of cold damage. 5d8? Mm-hmm. Shut the front door. Shut the front door. I gotta, I gotta find more dice. Five d eight. That's like a total of forty. Yeah. So you just roll it, you know, five times and see what you get. 
which is which is adding is 105. Good job, good job, Devin. That's math. You don't have that many dice, Ted. You just roll one at a time. Yeah. That was a one. Holy cow. That, that is a one. So there's 12, 15, 20. Yeah, it's 20. Um. So Shaitan. So it's just half of that. So, then. Well, actually, that. That is so. That is half. So it would normally be. Oh my gosh! Okay. It would normally. Yeah, that was the half. Okay, so ice encases shield up around his shield, up up around his body, um, and even and and doesn't doesn't falls short of of Petunia. You actually save Petunia from the blast. There's a little bit of a of a of an embankment there, well that kind of that kind of protects her from that, but you're. You have never felt anything like this um, in your entire life. It's not. It's. It's not even cold. Cold would not describe what it is you're feeling. Okay. I told you to watch out, Shield. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it is Barrick's turn. Okay. Barrick sees this happening and he says, uh, uh, "We we need to give him the cow. We need to." Give him the cow and run. <laughs> Just give him the cow. So Beric is going to move over here to the trees with um, Than, and he's going to bonus action hide. Okay. So he's hidden over there in the tree. Alrighty. And he's not, not going to shoot at your dragon. He says, okay. Alphonse, hide. Alphonse is going to do the same thing, having no real def- natural defense. He has a he has a he has a fairly decent longsword, but. There's nothing beyond that. He tries to drag Petunia up the embankment as, and behind as well. Um, Beric says, leave the cow, Alphonse. We must sacrifice the cow to save our lives. Beric doesn't want to take one shot at it. At the dragon? Uh-huh. Um, so Beric is actually going to assess the situation. He's going to shoot an arrow at... Um, is Alphonse still dragging Petunia up the embankment? He is. Um, Barrick's gonna. Barrick's gonna shoot the cow. Oh. Okay. Um. That is. You're gonna roll the hit. <laughs> it's your. So it's plus six. It's your D twenty plus six. Yep. So that is a sixteen. Uh huh. That's definitely gonna hit. And that is one D six plus four. Four. Mm-hmm. And that is five damage. Okay, you impale her right in the shoulder. She falls, slumps down, braying in absolute pain. The dragon loses its mind, hearing the wounded animal. Okay. Shield, it is your turn. Um, Shield is... So, am I frozen in place? You're not frozen. Frozen. No, you're not frozen. You're not frozen in place. Um, you haven't been completely encased. But you do notice that the dragon has whipped its head back around to the girl. Um, it's it has just it's pissed. There's anger in its in its eyes as it whips around and just begins to charge at her. Um, it, it looks like it, it's rearing up, ready to charge her. Um, um, she doesn't know what to do. He just got frozen. Um. You're not stuck in place. You're not stuck in place, and you see that this thing is getting ready to bear down on this innocent girl. Okay, so Shield is going to sacrifice his life, apparently. (laughs) Um, I am going to... Let's see, that's 
five, ten, fifteen, twenty. So 25. upon upon having the thought of essentially you're going to need to sacrifice yourself to save this girl, you feel your shield quiver and quake, and you have this inexplicable desire to throw it. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I throw you, 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 you have there's, there's, you know, the, there's the light that kind of enters your eyes. There's almost like the the symbol of your of your god in your mind, and you just this tingling sensation. I mean, you're you're there, pretty much fro- practically frozen in place. Might as well be the only thing you can think to do is you just feel this sensation to throw it. Okay, I'm gonna throw my shield, and I'm gonna use my one point of inspiration. I had four of them from okay. last season, so inspiration's what? Right. Is that advantage? This will give you advantage. Alright, so here's throwing my shield. Um, this one is cocked. I'm gonna re-roll this one. Alright, so 11 plus throwing the shield is a plus 5, so 16? 16, and then... Um... Did you, did you add your inspiration? Um, what do you mean, add my inspiration? I thought it was just so. so you, have, you have inspiration from from having had this moment of insight from your god last time. So when you um, when you when you have this sensation to throw it, as you as it releases as it comes from your hand, you you can you can't just help but tell that there is almost like a a streak of golden light behind it as it flies and hits true against the dragon's like the nape of its neck okay and go ahead and roll roll your damage so that's 1d8 plus 5 and i think i get an extra d6 from last time yes so 5 plus 8 is what is that 13 Mm -hmm. plus 3 is 16 points of damage and as i do that i yell at him go for the cow you dumb beast okay um all right, the the shield bounces off of the thing, um, and somehow, just from you just naturally knew how to kind of give it a little bit of a curvature, it bounces off and comes careening back to your hand. I catch my shield like Captain America. You catch your shield like Captain America. So you have now your your shield is now imbued with. Um, your God's blessing, where you have five charges per day, where you can throw it and it will come back to you. Five charges per day, throw it, come back to me. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna write yep. this down. I'm gonna write down my Captain America shield. Plus, it's gonna do an extra. Um, let's give it an extra D six of slashing damage when you throw it. Just when I throw it. Okay. And I am going to run away. Okay. I'm going to run up behind this tree, and I'm going to try to get behind this tree, because I do not want to get blasted by ice again. Okay. That's my that, turn. It hurts. The ice hurts, so it is it is not cool. Finn. All right. If you won't take the cow, I'll have to kill you. <laughs> Don't be dumb, dragon. I have the high ground. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't try it. Yeah. <laughs> you were the chosen you were one. The chosen one. <laughs> Don't understand. 
so I give him a chance to say, we down the cow, take the cow, and leave us alone. What will you do, dragon? Um, it's it's kind of reeling from uh, that, never having seen anything like a, uh, a shield bouncing off of its hide. And um, it was a pretty hefty blow. It almost looked like it, like you um, busted like part of the shoulder bone that attached to its wing. It uh, it growls in just complete disgust um, with this deep guttural and says, "You will pay!" And it just lurches up and shoots off into the air. Oh. Is everyone okay? Is is it gone? Is it out of sight now? It, it, he took off. Um, this this young girl just collapses to the ground, just completely passes out, realizing the danger is gone. Her father runs up to her and is cradling her, um, just making sure she's okay. Um, um so Alphonse is is crawling his way towards Petunia. A little peeved. So so she'll comes down and, there and says, Fan, go to the people. I'll take care of the cow. Okay. Beric says, Alphonse, I, I, uh, I'm sorry. I thought it was the only way. There, It was a dragon. You saw the dragon, right? It's like, it's like be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. And he, he's looking at the, at the, at the bolt. Um, just kind of get a, a general assessment of, you know, how bad it is. It doesn't look like it's severed any major arteries or tendons. Um, the thing has a pretty thick hide. Uh, it, it it seems a little more annoyed now than than anything. Like the pain has kind of subsided as far as it's concerned, and it's sitting there chewing its cud. He he looks at Barrack. Oh, damn it, man! You didn't have to shoot my cow. So Shield says. Uh, Alphonse, I can heal the cow if if you think it would be necessary. If, if you wouldn't mind, she is she is my she is the, how I make my livelihood. So I'm gonna shield is gonna lay his trunk on the cow and give um, five points of laying on a hands to the cow. Okay, the cow is healed. And Barrack says, "I'm sorry that I I couldn't see any other way to get rid of the dragon. I, I mean, what what are we supposed to do against a dragon?" I, 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 it's fine. It's he, fine, he lad. I, he says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Worry not. I He's alive. Back. We're alive. Send him to prison. Send him to prison. Fen's <laughs> <laughs> like, what the H, man? <laughs> this, is, this seems unfair. <laughs> if I did that, this guy would show up out of nowhere and be pissed. I didn't know what so to do, Fen. There, I, that was a dragon in the it was a dragon no excuse you don't just go off and shoot things okay yeah. I, uh, from now on from now on can we have shield do barrack's voice even if mike is playing <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry alphonse i'm sorry it came to this but if he he's 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 frustrated but he's he waves it off it's fine it's fine. All right. So it was a drag. It was a dragon. It's not, like it, it's not like it was some dumb gnome just walking around. It was a dragon. Um, Shield is going to heal himself for 20 points also uh, with his laying on of hands. 
I only have 15 Sounds points left, so he's gonna give. He's gonna heal himself for 15 points, cause dang son. Is it Finn? Are the like people okay? Um, the little girl's passed out. Um, she 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 seems well. She doesn't have any wounds or or damage. Otherwise, she's just exhausted from having been chased by a dragon. And the father is just weeping and crying and saying, "Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome." Where you, where were you guys at that the dragon was chasing you? Uh, we were we were just walking through, uh, coming back from from north from from the northern area. We have we had family in Conneberry, and we wanted to see what uh, what we could find. We heard that maybe they had hit upon hard times. That's the town that was abandoned. That's yeah. right. There's nobody there, so they definitely did hit upon hard times. What? <laughs> They're all it was, dead. It was, it was abandoned because it was ransacked from it. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. now, now his face falls and he he seems devastated. Alphonse puts his arm on his, his hand on his shoulder and says, "Hi, lads. Your next best bet would be Fandolin itself. Um, a little bit of a hoof, but if you wanted to follow us, we're headed to we're headed to Falcon's Lodge." And the man looks at him a little incredulously. Is, is that even real? Is that a real place? Just trust me, I know where he lives. Besides, there's nobody at my ranch, and Fandolin's a good couple days' march from here. I don't think you and your last want to be heading that way all alone, especially with what you just went through. So you now have um, a couple of other little wastes to take care of as you get to Falcon's Lodge. What are their names? His name is CERN, and her name is Laya. CERN? Like C-E-R-N? Yep, C-E-R-N, CERN. And Laya? Laya. L-I-A. How do you spell that? L-I-A. <laughs> what, Devin? Can't trust her. <laughs> yeah, she's a liar. She's a liar. She's a liar. <laughs> All right, so... I suggest we get off this road. If Cryovan is falling, flying overhead, I do not want to be here when he comes back. The uh, he CERN looks at you. What? What was that? What? What did you do? How? How big was Cryovan? Cryovan is a young white dragon. Um, he is a large creature, so he, he he's a good fifteen, nearly twenty feet long. How many hit points does he have, Barry? Uh, what are his weaknesses? And <laughs> <laughs> that's a perk you need to unlock the ability to unlock read. that. Yeah, AC read. is sixteen. Yeah. So that <laughs> I AC is not sixteen. You had a blessing. So. I did. I I don't know what that. That's the young white that's been. Oh, you mean the shield? That I don't know what that was, but hopefully, hopefully we can be blessed by the gods again if we ever encounter Cryovane again. That I. I have no words he looks for. At your, he looks at the symbol and says, "Well, Torn, be blessed, lad." I hope Torn continues to to guide me on this path. Let's get off this road, please, now. Okay, so yeah, everybody agrees that it, everybody kind of pulls off to the to the side. Um, do you want to as you as you travel, you're gonna as you get closer to Falcon's Ranch, um, it gets less and less like a path, and more and more like kind of have to know where you're going anyway so it doesn't take long before you're in the thicks of the trees and there's a large canopy overhead and 
quite shaded and a pretty pleasant walk actually as you make your way deep into the forest excuse me and um it doesn't take very long before uh alphonse puts his hand up and says wait wait one minute he just kind of stands um there waiting patiently when suddenly kind of out of nowhere a a young man who is dressed in um some what appears to be you know slightly camouflaged garb um kind of blending into the area surrounding him he nods his head alphonse nods his head and he just motions for you guys to follow okay uh barrack and shield follow barrack jumps on top of shield's shoulder and follows <laughs> uh where are you guys going <laughs> is this on a different map somewhere yeah one second we're getting there i think this is all i think this is falcon barrack or Ben. I brought the wine that Harvin told us to so bring many, for him. I have so many maps. Okay. Da, 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 da. Oh, you do have a lot of maps. Okay. He leads you through a pretty well, a decently worn path. As you get closer to the um, to the to the ranch house itself, there's a clearing that is being slowly but carefully cleared away from the uh, kind of the center of the forest. There's a really nice section of the river that flows through here. It flows from, uh, from the south to the north. It, uh, it's got a really well-made footbridge. The, the logs that are surrounding the, um, the lodge itself are well-kept, well-maintained. Nothing looks like it's rotted or, or like it's been, you know, sitting there, um, for such a long time that it's inoperable or unusable. The ah. there's a dragon on the map. <laughs> there was, wasn't there? So you said the uh, the bridge is unusable. So the bridge is quite usable. It's it's well kept. Um, where is everybody else? Oh, you see. Yep. That didn't work Who either. That didn't work. Alphonse is multiplying. Alphonse is this. Alphonse is a shape shifting. Yeah, he's the real mimic. Alphonse, is this is this Falcon's place? Are we? Is that Falcon? Yeah, this, welcome, welcome to welcome to Falcons. Who are you seeing? Hold on, I'm not seeing anybody yet. I'm just asking Alphonse because okay. he led us here. Yep this this is his place. And so the uh, the guy that you were the guy that you were following. Um, Heads to the heads to the gatehouse and walks up. Let me grab my token since I have this guy here. He says, "Follow me. Good to see you again, Alphonse. You're always welcome." He walks up, raps on the door, and um. Eventually, a like it's kind of this loud, like clanking and shuffling, and kind of some grumbling as um, as a little porthole slides open. What you got there? Uh, it's Alphonse and some visitors, apparently. 
the door opens and there is another elderly man who would who was apparently going to look like um Alfonso's twin but ignore that. Oh, okay. <laughs> and says, "Come on in." All right, I say, "Sir and Laya, I'll go ahead and go." Okay, they kind of walk cautiously forward but are um somewhat in awe of, of the place. It's only legend to them, but uh, they walk through. Corwin steps aside, who is the essentially the caretaker of, of the of the ranch. Alphonse, who we're going to identify like that. Also steps through like he knows everybody, just nods all happy and walks on in. With Petunia in tow. And he walks around the edge of a building and is headed towards what looks to be like a, a area of stables and pens. Okay, so I walk through, and as I walk through, I uh, pull out the the wine or the the alcohol for for Falcon, and I pass it over to him. And I say, "Here, this is your favorite, and thank you for your for letting us in." I said, "Well, this so this my name. I'm Corwin, but thank you." No, I patented um, it to Falcon over there. He's just below. Oh no, that's not Falcon. Oh, yeah. This is this is this is the guy that led you in. Who's He's that? just a younger man. Younger He's man. Just a younger man. He's just a younger man who um, who walked you in. Um, then I don't do that. Okay. I say thanks for walking us in. He just he just nods and and then takes off to the to the stable area. Okay. Is Falcon in? Anybody know? Um, Corwin says yeah right this way he's an older uh, gentleman little um, you can definitely tell he's been um, he's been around for quite some time it looks like he's seen his fair share of battles he's got several scars all over his face in fact he has a chunk of hair line missing from what looks like a big gash something nearly scalped him at one point in his younger life that never really healed well. He says, follow me. Come on in. He, he, he tells them, he tells CERN, you can, you can lay that little lady down in there. There's a bunkhouse up there to the north. There's plenty of soft straw and cots in bed you can lay her in. She can get some rest there. So he walks in, disappears into this building to the north with his daughter. So Shield uh, looks at Barrick and says, Barrick, you're, are you feeling all right? You're looking a little green I, around the ears. I myself am a little out of sorts. Maybe I'll go lay down, he says. So that I, that I'm speaking for him. And so Barrick says, yeah, I, I think I'll go lay down too. So I, Shield says, I could heal you, but uh, it won't be for another for another while. After after getting hit by that blast from the dragon, I, I can't heal anybody right now. But I but I can later if you f- if you feel like you still need it. And oh, I I have to talk for Barrett too, huh? And so Barrett says, yep. "Yeah, it, that's fine." And he uh, he goes and lays down. He enters into this room. Okay, so yeah, so he he goes in there. I can't see um, him though. We, I'm, I know. After I know, he goes in there, I say, "There's no nothing valuable in there, right?" Because so, <laughs> if there is, it won't be by the time he's done in there. So. 
<laughs> Just letting you know. <laughs> so, um, Corwin says, "If the West, if if, if the two of you want to follow me, I I'll introduce you to the master of the house." Okay, sounds good. So I'll follow Finn. He, all right. So he he's coming over here and enters through this northern door. So you are now in in the bottom floor of a two-story building, a large um, lodge that is it's this massive, festooned, um, ruggedly opulent um, mead hall. Basically, there are tons of trophies all around the all around the place. Um, there is a upstairs balcony that also goes around the whole top of it. There, the stairs on on your left there go up, and there's a whole another seating area that goes up and around the, where the posts are. Um, Corwin says, "Take a seat. I'll go grab him." Um, Shield sits down in the sits down. Yep. Okay. Say, Fen. Um, looks. Yeah, go ahead. Shield says, "Fen, I don't think we should ever." fight that dragon head on again, at least for a while. We need we need to be way more prepared than we were out there. We should have broke out that secret weapon from the gnomes. I mean, I, I've i never seen a dragon that close. I've never been hit by... I mean, that... I, I, was, I was very lucky this day that I did not die on that road. Eh. Whatever, whatever we do, we need to do something <laughs> different the next time we fight him. If we fight him. Eh. Yeah, I think, you know, we just throw him the raccoon and uh, call it a day. No. You know, I, you're right. You're right. I think uh, definitely we need to get stronger. You start pumping some iron, lifting some weights or something, doing some training. <laughs> Maybe get a little bit better off. Alphonse uh, comes walking in from the southern door after putting Petunia in the pins. He's hearing your conversation. He's like, that would be wise, lad. That, I've never seen the likes of that. I'm surprised it's that you didn't just go down with the full force of that blast. Uh, I, I did get, I was lucky this day. This, I don't know how much luck. I mean, eventually everyone's luck runs out and that. I, That's wise enough. Yeah. Wise words, wise words. No, it would, it would, we would do well to be, or you would do well to be cautious as if you continue any further on these endeavors. I'm not going with you. <laughs> I think I'll stay here. And again, sorry about for, for the, sorry about the wound to Petunia. I know, uh, I know, Beric was just trying to to save everyone by shooting your cow. But just, just yeah, tell him. To, um, you know, he looked a little sick, a little peckish. Maybe his, maybe whatever he ate at my house didn't sit well with him. But he sure seemed out of sorts. He ate your trash. Again, it would take again, it would too. take really <laughs> strange circumstances for anybody to shoot an innocent creature like that. <laughs> No one would yeah. I sense a theme. On a whim, I'm sure. If they did, they should go to jail, right? <laughs> you know? I know. No one would ever be so petty as to do it just to teach a lesson. Anyway, <laughs> so. <laughs> um, it doesn't take very long before um, Corwin comes back down the stairs and stomping his boots in um, uh, comes a large, ma- a tall man thick black hair standing about six feet tall wearing some real broad shoulders and just very comfortable and um 
very uh, sure of himself says, welcome travelers. I hear you had a little, sounds like you had a little run in. Can I make a perception check and see if there are any elephant heads in this um, trophy room? You you don't even need to make a perception check, but there are definitely no elephant heads in this room at all. All right. Yep. Rams, elk, deer, and Not one yet. bear. Not yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he has these piercing blue, sharp eyes. He um, just, again, real sure himself, goes and sits at the head of the table and says, please, sit. Um, Tell me who you are and where you come from. I've not met the likes of you. Well, looking right um, at Shield. Oh, Shield. <laughs> so I said I am. I am Shield, and I've recently come to these parts to see what good I could do. So Shield will take out the bottle of wine and pass it over to to Falcon and say thank you for letting us in. We had a run-in, and we definitely need a place to stay to lay low for a bit. I'm still kind of shaken up from the encounter on the road. We did. We, we encountered look. a dragon. You did. You I mean, it saw, wasn't anything we couldn't handle, obviously. But... <laughs> no, you seem to fare well enough. He's looking you over. Um, don't look too too worse for wear. Well, you haven't seen another companion. He soiled his pants. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think any of us might 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 have an accident like that faced with the dragon. <laughs> but we we do appre- to be sure we do appreciate it, and we actually coming. We need we need help. We're headed off to the logging, um, the logging. What is it? Logging the logging the logging line? camp. Logging. The logging camp to see. Uh, what has been going on there? Do you have any news from the logging camp? We we hear that you're. What do you mean? What's been going on? Uh, they've been the shipments have stopped to Fandal to Fandalin. Oh, have they now? You don't know. I I to, I'd be honest. I haven't been paying much attention to the dealings of of the Wester brothers. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if if Harbin's brother got tired of the of. The tax imposed he imposes on his own brother to to ship those those logs not only to Fandolin but to points beyond. Fandolin just seems to be the bottleneck that uh, Harbin's able to kind of hold control over. Um, he's an he's kind of annoying little man, if you ask me. It seems to be a common sentiment amongst most people that we meet. So there, you've had no news of. I mean, do you get much news from anywhere? I mean, you you have a Fairly large camp here for just the few of you. Yeah, we're 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 kind of we we keep out of the way as as we'd like to not deal with the uh, oh I guess the civilized way of doing things as it were. Um, you you know, Harbin's Harbin's a noble from from Neverwinter. He imposes Neverwinter's taxes. He imposes Neverwinter's laws. He imposes Neverwinter's culture. He's He's an outsider. And well, this is I, well, this is also my this is my companion Finn. We've been on the road together for for several days now. Well, Matt, hey, how's it going? It's going well. Do you have any You're gnomes always, around here? No, no gnomes. There are a ah. few south of Fandolin. <clears throat> oh, I know. Know all about them. <laughs> so all, all I can say is what we've what we've dealt with the most. What what. What Corwin and my boy Pell have dealt with have been a few orcs 
um, seem to be infesting the forest. We've heard of cryovane. Um, I've not seen the beast, although it looks like, and he kind of glances at um, a little bit of frost. It still even hangs on your on your on your armor now. But it seems like you've uh, encountered him and uh, survived. Um, I think I know him pretty intimately now, and <laughs> what he can and can't, what he can do to a traveler, for and even for being a young dragon. That's I can see why all the orcs are getting pushed out of the mountain. Yeah, uh, they're 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 becoming quite 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 a nuisance. I I would imagine one of two things is going on at the camp. Either Tiber is tired of his brother, or they've dealt with what. What uh, Alfonso told me he's been dealing with or was dealing with before you arrived. Um, the orcs, you know, they, they're desperate. They are desperate. Uh, that, that dragon has, I'm, I'm assuming, has rousted them, has probably taken out their, their leadership, if you want to call it that. And uh, <clears throat> I assume it's, it's going to be a little touchy around here for for quite some time i have the advantage of being somewhat well hidden falcon do you know of the let me see i have it here the priestess of the boar the priestess of the boar you mean do you do you mean the denizens of talos the denizens of talos uh Look, orcs are one thing. Pious, satanic orcs are another thing. Talos is this god that they worship. Um, And supposedly its symbol is that of a boar, a cursed boar, if you ask me. Um, But they are, make no mistake, they're they're orc. Um, And... uh, uh, either either a priestess or a shaman woman or something of of that ilk nasty to be sure i uh i i, I surely hope that those aren't uh, what's driving or helping drive the orcs down here what have you heard only that the last orcs we encountered at um at alfonso's place they they said that they followed the priestess of the boar and that she was going to rise up well now isn't that interesting? Um, interesting indeed. Yeah. No. No. Talos. Talos is a is a is a vile god, and uh, uh, he twists and turns his followers into half beasts and partial creatures. Uh, if you come across the likes of those, I'd steer clear. Fair enough. Um... Eh, they were too hard to take out. You know, so. S- steering clear has not been our you... best. So you've, you you said you've st- you fought with with the priestess of Tala Talos? Oh well, well, not her exactly, but oh. her followers. Well, yeah, orcs orcs are orcs, 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 but when you when you see these, they'll look a little bit different. You'll trust me; you'll recognize them for what they are. Well, do you mind if we stay the night here? What time of day is it? Oh, I don't mind at all. No, it's it's probably. Uh, three to four hours after high noon, high sun. Okay. Do you mind if we stay here and rest a bit before we head out in not the morning? A, not at all. In oh. fact, uh, that's what I like to. That's, that's what I do here. Um, I've got a couple of different offerings for rooms. Um, I've got 
the bunkhouse up, up north doesn't cost you much at all. I've also got a very fancy a deluxe room, um, which is would be ten gold a night uh, for for the amenities that that come with it. Um, other than that, I've got some standard rooms that. Uh, oh, Shield doesn't need anything nice. He likes to sleep outside. So, uh, <laughs> do you it is, have? It is true. I don't need yeah. much. Uh, what comes with that deluxe room? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it is it's quite the bedroom, to be honest. Um, we we spare no expense. There is a bath that can be drawn. There is a large, comfortable bed, plus other little amenities and some and quite private. Hmm. I don't need to go there. I'm fine sleeping outside too. Is there a uh... I don't know a barn or stable somewhere we can. Oh, we have we have the, we have the bunkhouse. You can easily take take up lodging in the bunkhouse. It's they're simple beds and it's a common room with 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 the rest of your companions and and those you brought if you wish. No problems. I have no problem with that as as well. Sounds good to me. How much does that cost? That'll only cost you. That'll only cost you a silver. All right. Does it come with food? We'll feed you. We'll feed you. Corwin's Corwin's quite the cook. I like it. Okay, Alphonse um, walks up to walks up to Falcon, winks at him, and says, "I'll take that. I'll take that nice room." And Falcon laughs heartily and says, "I figured that might be the case." And he reaches into his pocket and tosses him a key, and he walks up like he like he owns the place, like he's obviously been here before. And Falcon laughs. All right. Well, I guess I'll go retire over here. Okay. He says supper will be ready in in about an hour and a half. If you wish to come eat in the dining hall with us. Okay. Um. So Barrick is going to see that Fen comes in. Barrick's uh going to say to Fen, uh, "So what's Falcon like? You Rangers uh share a lot of stories." Uh. No. Nope, we're, we're pretty private. Uh, we don't really talk too much or share much about what goes on. Uh, it's pretty, he's interesting. You know, he's got this nice place, but uh, he likes to rent out his rooms if people find him. So <laughs> kind of, uh, kind I of a strange, just... kind of a strange deal. Don't you think, Fen, that a nice place like this out in the middle of nowhere that no one really knows about rents out rooms? Mm-hmm. Kind of strange, huh? It is strange, yes. That's why I opted just to stay out here. Uh, I didn't think any, you know, maybe there's some shenanigans that might happen if you stay in one of his rooms. I don't I don't know if I trust him or not. You think it's that kind of place? Like, what kind of shenanigans are know. you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> he might, you know, try and cut up my head and put it on the wall. I don't know. Oh, that, those, I was thinking, you think, uh, you think I should look around? Uh, I guess if you want, it's up to you. I'm I'm going to go to sleep. So, <laughs> oh, I mean, I guess I could you wait till nightfall. An hour but and a half. So maybe after dinner, after I eat a little bit. Um, CERN. Yes. Are you guys okay? Um, I'm I'm glad the dragon didn't eat you. We are we are also very glad. So uh what uh does is that worth something to you that we uh 
saved your life? Is it worth something to me? I, it's it's worth more than I can repay, to be sure, sir. Oh, um, never mind. I if you, um, if you if you wish, I can I can rustle something up. No, um, no, I'm, I it, I I was hoping that you were rich and. I I like taking money from rich people, but uh, don't worry about never mind. He's always out to take people's did money. Don't didn't worry our about pheasant it. clothes give us away that we didn't, weren't very rich? Oh, I'm glad you're safe. Why were you on the road in no, the first place? Well, we were we were coming from the north. Um, we are we're trying. To, we've we've left Neverwinter. We're we're tired of living in the city or living in the streets. We're tired of living in the streets and. Making our way south, we hear fat. We hear these parts are a good place to to settle and start over. Yeah, might have been at one time before the orcs and you know <laughs> the dragon. Yeah, but, it sounds like we maybe came at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, I so. think so. Why? Why would you want to live leave Neverwinter? Well, again, we were we were gutter trash in Neverwinter. Oh, well, mm-hmm. hopefully you find your place. I don't know if Fandolin. Would be much better, but I don't know. Good, good luck, I guess. Well, I, you know, I, I can set my heart, I can set my hands to farming or, or being a hand, whatever it takes to provide a better life for my daughter. Well, I ter- think there's opportunity here, right, Beric? You know, I mean. Well, it turns out Alphonse just lost all of his hands to orc attack, so you could ask him. Oh dear. <laughs> okay, we, but we, we 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 killed all the orcs though. So, oh yeah, that they're the they're orcs. dead. Well, all the ones that were here. I mean, we're going to. That's our goal, right? Is to go around and clear hey, out the problems. Both of you roll persuasion. Um, I got eighteen. I got a six plus five, so eleven. Okay, so the more you talk, Beric. Um, the more just dour and <laughs> forlorn and depressed this guy looks like all his choices are mistakes. Like he, he he's not done anything better for his daughter leaving Neverwinter. Might as well just been an urchin on the streets. But Finn d- does seem to be able to kind of ease him back into a little bit of pull him out of his existential crisis and make him feel a little bit better about what he's doing. At least he's in a safe place right now that, you know, but he, the more Beric talks, it's just cynical and dark and and rough. Yeah, don't don't listen or worry about what my crazy little raccoon friend here. He's not really my friend, but you know, traveling really companion. Uh, he's you know a glass half full type of type of person. So there's no perfect place, but I think you could find a home and make something uh, around here. You know, out of out of your life. So, but you know, as he just did point out, uh, we might be able to work for our funds. You know, well, maybe the and maybe the proprietor here can put us to work. I I don't know. I I'm I'm very tired. I'm I'm going to go to to sleep now. Beric looks right. at Fen and says, uh, "You're kind of turning this whole thing around, aren't you?" That was a pretty hey. positive spin coming from you, Fen. I'm I don't know if I'm impressed or if I need a drink. So I'm going to go get a drink. <laughs> Look, you know, not everything's <laughs> negative and bad. All right, we're gonna, it's our job, you know, as adventurers to make things safe for people, you know, so they don't have to live on the streets and uh, don't have food to eat. And we want to make their lives better. That's our job. So. Well, I know what it's like to 
live on the streets and, you know, spend you time in prison. <laughs> so, all right. So, Beric's going to leave, and he's going to go get something to drink. He needs a drink. Okay. And in the in the mess hall, um, or in the meat hall, uh, both Alphonse and um, Falcon are just telling, swapping stories. Alphonse has come back downstairs. Corwin is serving. Um, what is S.H.I.E.L.D. doing? Um, S.H.I.E.L.D. is just sitting down eating also, but when Beric walks in and he looks at uh, the room, he goes, uh, you got a lot of animals on the walls here. Um, and he just says this in the doorway. He's just in the doorway. This is Beric? Yeah, this is Beric. Okay. You got a... Uh, so, so, so Falcon hasn't seen him yet then? No. He just says it behind he goes, him. Yeah, he laughs. I do, I do. I, I am an accomplished hunter. I, I, once I find my quarry, I stick to it until I bring it down. They, these uh, elk put put up much of a fight for you. Oh, they they have their own way of fighting, their own cunning, their own, their own, uh, their own fight, if you will. Yeah, you. Yeah, you give them a chance before you shot them with a bow from 120 yards away. I would, I would say they have a sporting opportunity. Yeah, yeah, sporting. It's not much of a hunter then, is he? Eh? <laughs> I tap, yeah. I pat, and I barrack on the back. Seems like your kind of place. Yeah, <laughs> looks like uh, he, he could probably use a raccoon head on the wall. I'd be pretty careful if I was you. <laughs> would a uh, falcon have turned uh, around at this time? Get your hands. He hasn't even <laughs> turned around. He hasn't turned around at all. So you, you might want to keep your hands to yourself uh, while you're around here. Okay. I, I think I'll take my uh, food somewhere else. And so Beric just turns around and walks out. Oh, he doesn't even walk in? No. Okay. So he, Falcon looks at you, Shields. Was that one of your friends? Uh, he is one of our friends. Yeah, I don't know if walking into the room, you know, with, with trophies on the wall sits well with him or, or for me for that matter. I don't know if you've noticed, but you know, what of a pacifist is he? Um, he's more, I'll, I'll talk to him later. So, but, and so I, I apologize. My, my, my trophies bother you. Um, I mean, yeah, but do you consider your, do you consider yourself an animal? Um, some of my kind were hunted. Um, I, I mean, some for the the ivory of our tusks alone fetch a high price. You'd know for sure he's an but animal. You were, but but the ivory, but, you, but you, but you are you are an intelligent. You're an intelligent being. You have. I I can't imagine that. Uh, was it your own kind that were hunting you down, or was it another? Was it other other races? Falcon. He is, he is non pulsed at all. He is he is genuinely interested, curious. He does not like. He, he, not that he doesn't recognize the delicacy of the conversation, but he's also like very matter of fact about it. I mean, I guess it really depends on you know how how you view the creatures that that you're hunting. I mean, these creatures have intelligence. It's not as high intelligence as those of us here, but I mean, they're still intelligent creatures. But, that's that's spoken like a like a noble warrior. I I would consider myself someone who does not 
rape the land, as it were. I consider myself someone who is blessed to be here, who uses it as necessary and does not, uh, well, we watch the herds. We help the herds. We keep them... We keep them from overrunning themselves and working themselves out of out of feed. And and I understand. I guess it would be similar as if if you were in my part of the world and you walked into a room where, you know, humans were were mounted on walls for sport. I think it's a lot different here, Shield. You know what? Hey, hey, he actually, he actually uh, oh, sorry, you know, uh it's it's a little different, right? So these deer and everything else, the elk they can't really write. I mean, yes, they have an intelligence, as you say, a, a small amount of intelligence uh, for survival and whatnot. But they're not to the same level as your species or or even barracks. I mean, yeah, he's not too bright, but you know, uh, you know, they they can't rise up and make their own weapons and and what have you and and uh, carry on a conversation with you. Uh, so I think you know, hopefully, you consider yourself more than just. An, a plain animal such as the elk or you know the bear looks like all the way at the end there and maybe a mountain goat <laughs> falcon looks very curiously between the two of you as you have this conversation anticipating your response shield says so i guess it it would be difficult to know when my ancestors when their intelligence changed from from those of these creatures to to the high intelligence that we have now. Gentlemen, we're becoming far too philosophical for the wine that you brought me this evening. <laughs> Let me just say this. Yeah, it's just like shields. Ruin the I am, no, I am glad I am I am glad to know your acquaintance. I hope my home doesn't offend you. If it does, I apologize, but you're always welcome to it as long as you're a good paying customer. Um and uh but please Drink and, drink and make merry. Tonight, you have no worries, and you may rest if you wish. And I'm going to grab a drink of water real quick. Hold on. What do you think they're going to feed us tonight to hear uh, S.H.I.E.L.D.? <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. stands up and walks out. <laughs> <laughs> you ask him what he's going to feed us. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> A little I raccoon, guess. little elephant meat from up north. <laughs> little animal meat, maybe. A little bit oh, of uh, muscle, by chance. Something with a little, yeah, it's probably a little gamey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know how long we should stick around here. Um, oh, hey, he's coming back. Um, maybe uh, he can tell us. what What's uh, Shield walked off after I asked him what he... What was on the menu? What he thought was be on the menu <laughs> for tonight. <laughs> tonight? He didn't want to hear. Huh? He didn't want to know what we were eating. Um, okay. As well. I'm guessing you have some kind of vegan uh, soup or vegan maybe option? some grass. Are you looking for, are you looking for, for a vegan option? Animal friend. You just have lettuce. Not... <laughs> we we uh, we can we can whip up whatever your heart desires. All right, you got some elephant meat on tap, or <laughs> that I don't have. Nothing quite exotic. Hey, you just said you could. You said whatever your heart desires. desires. You just straight it's up. True, I, I did. I did say that. that. I did You're say already that. lying to me. Roll a perception check. Would you like? <laughs> would you like a? Would you like a hearty stew, or a, or a nice salad? We've got plenty of meat and grog. 
some ale uh, to be had. I will just take uh, some nice some bread, some cheese, and some a simple meal. You know, easily done. All right. He and... goes, and it doesn't take long before he comes back. Sets a a nice spread of different types of breads, um, lots, a couple different cheeses, um, knives for cutting and cutting boards, things like that. It's just kind of a communal table. There are there are roasted chickens in the on platters in the center. There are a couple of shanks of of boar and even uh, a rack of 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 ribs in the middle there so there's it's quite a spread all right vegetables and stuff i eat my meal and i put some ribs and some pork a wild boar on my plate and i walk back over (laughs) to the bed to the barrack area you're taking your meal to go yeah i take some meal to go i maybe should have wanted some pig <laughs> Walk in and they say, "Hey, I got some uh, some ribs here and some wild boar. Don't worry, I talked to the the cook. He said he spoke to him and it was okay. Um, they were just <laughs> uh, they didn't have much intelligence before he killed them. But uh, do you, do you want some meat or do you need some salad? <laughs> uh, Shield is asleep. He went to sleep right away. He's tired. He got oh, hit by a dragon's blast, and he's asleep. Oh, just just, oh, just, just as a, just as a note. Is what is is Shield a carnivore? Is he an herbivore or an omnivore? Um, I don't know. I think just like as a side note, like character to you know, player to player, it's just because they uh-huh. were, you know, big trophies on the wall. And he's yeah, yeah. and his people have been hunted before. So he he actually eats meat, but Gotcha. Huh. Sometimes when you get attacked by a dragon, you're almost, you know, lunch for a dragon. You can it kinda gives you a different perspective of what lunch you're eating. You're a little salty. Yeah. After. It's like I was almost lunch, and now there's you know animals that were lunch here. So he's not against it. He just had a life or death experience. Okay. Well, I'll go to sleep after. I was like, well, I guess since he's asleep, I'll eat this extra food they gave had for him, and go to sleep. All right. What is Barrack up to as the night wanes? Barrack wants to um, explore a little bit because of what uh, Fen told him earlier. So he is going to go up to this, um, is there, he wants to see if there are any windows that he can climb up and see through. He doesn't want to do it like right in the middle of the courtyard, so he'd probably sneak around on the outside of the wall and see what's out there. So the bottom floor, there are no windows along the bottom floor, um, but the floor up top um, around the main house itself, there are several windows all around, all around it. The the lodge itself is you know is this main edifice with the kitchen off to the off to the west and then a kind of a, a medium sized tower that's on the on that western wall. Okay. Um, that's stone tower that, as far as you can tell, I mean it's it's two stories at least, and then um looks like above looks like there are some arrow slits at the very top of it. So, however. You know, whatever it would take to access it, it would get you access to these arrow slits at the top. Okay, he is just going to climb straight up the uh, straight up the wall. Uh, where is he standing? Right, right now where he's at? No, so he's going to come around to the back here, and he is going to okay. climb up around on the on this backside, and hopefully you can uh, see in somewhere. Okay, so let's go ahead and roll stealth. So my stealth, I have a, I have a high stealth here. So where's my stealth? Eric's got high stealth. So I have plus five stealth. 
Mm-hmm. So that is a 18 plus 5 is 23. Okay. That's going to be definitely sufficient. So let's do this. I'm going to put you over here at the top. <laughs> well, where'd I go? Oh, right there. So this is just at the top of the tower. This is the top of the tower. You look in the top of the tower. There's two stools there, um, and then you could crawl over the top of the wall. And there are those nine arrow slits just facing out that kind of give a, a good lookout as to as to what's going on. Um, you're still on the. I'm sorry. You're you're not at at a, at a point where you could jump in. There's a there's one more level to the tower itself. So you're looking, you're like holding onto the side of the wall, looking through one arrow slot, and you can see all those other arrow slots. Okay. Then I'm gonna continue up to the next, um, okay. to the next level. The next level. So getting up to the next level. You see that? Go ahead and move up there. Let me okay. grab you. We can get you up there. <clears throat> yep. And then you can, yeah, jump off and um, on into the the little area there. You're now inside the top of the tower, or at least the top of the uh, edge there. This is a very fortified hunting camp. All right, so I'm going to go up to this door, and I'm going to listen, and I want to perceive if there's anyone on the other side of this door. Roll some of that perception. That is a 6 plus 6, so 12. You don't hear anything. All right, I'm going to open the door. All right, you push it open. And in the circular part of the building, there is a series of stairs that go down. All right. I'm going to walk down them stealthily. Oops, oops, oops. Hold on. Stop it. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep your same stealth. And um, you come down to... The second level um, area, the, yep, come around to the next door. And you can tell that this door would open into the top of the, kind of where that balcony was above, like, the, you know, above the dining hall. Would it, and that was open to everybody? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> like that, those are the stairs Alphonse went up and then disappeared into to go find his room. So there's more rooms up here then? There are, because there's 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 rooms there's more of the building above the kitchen area. Okay. Oh. All right. So then I'm going to open that door, and I'm not going to be stealthy about it because if it opens up to the landing, then and act like it was no big deal. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna try to act like just like you're nonchalantly coming out of the tower like you've been there the whole time, basically. Um, I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna open the door like, um, yeah, like I, it's okay for me to be here. Okay. Push it open and there's nobody up, there's nobody up top. So below you would see the tables below in the center area. Okay. So you, you, yeah, you hear, you hear the, the, the two companions, um, laughing and drinking still, uh, you kind of catch Corwin's head every once in a while as he passes by. Uh, picking up plates and kind of busting the table as as the two continue to eat. 
there are um, even more trophies on this second level. Any uh, raccoons or elephants? Only only deer and elk. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna actually continue. I'm just gonna walk over here to the door, and I'm guessing this is the door to. This is where Falcon came from, correct? It is. All right. I am going to listen and see if anyone is on this side of the door. Roll it. That is a 5 plus 6. That's an 11. You don't hear anything. All right. Are they engrossed in conversation down below, or are they, are they looking up? They are. They are definitely engrossed. I am going to open this door. And I'm going to slowly close the door behind me. Okay. And I'm going to I'm gonna I'm going to stealthily try to open this door that I come up to. It is locked. I am going to pick the lock. So go ahead and roll. Do you have he has he has a thieves kit, right? I am proficient and I do have a thieves kit, correct. Um, where does show it. my proficiency with? So it should have. Um, you see the tools. Yeah, it says I'm proficient. And he has these tools. So what do I? Yeah. So you're gonna roll it, and you, you're, because you have the proficiency, you're just gonna. So roll your or roll your sleight of hand. Uh, okay. Um, that is a five plus five. That's a ten. A ten. Okay. Um. You start to work the the door, and it takes a little bit longer than you'd like it to, but you def you eventually hear the the latch pop, and the door swings loose. All right, so I walk in. Okay, this is the deluxe room. Wow. Oh. The bath is there. The big large bed is there, and it looks like some of Alphonse's um, personal items are also sitting there on the on the dresser. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna recognize it as Alphonse stuff, and I'm gonna leave and relock the door behind me. Okay. This is not the uh, the office I was hoping for, and I'm gonna walk down to this last uh, door down here. It is also locked. I'm going to pick the lock. That is a fourteen plus five, nineteen. You pop it easily, and I'm gonna walk in. Okay, you enter a slightly more messy room, um, a footlocker at the end of the bed, a little dresser and another chest to the south, as well as a very nice bear rug um, um, strewn across the floor, and then a, a fireplace that is um, not got a roaring fire in it, but has some embers and looks like it's um, tended well. All right, I'm going to close the door behind me, and I would like to investigate this room for any type of papers or communications from the outside world. So as you kind of traipse through the room, digging through things, you find a lot of personal effects. You see money. You see a couple of daggers, a um, another little short sword. Um, there's a few change of clothing in the in the chest at the foot of the bed not a lot the room's just really untidy but there are nowhere are you find any kind of parchment or correspondence okay is i'm gonna check to see if any of these windows are open the windows are latched um hmm. okay i'm just gonna leave relock the door and head out 
Which way do you head out? I am going to um, just head out towards... I'm going to walk down the stairs and head out that way. Okay. As you come down the stairs... I do not jump on the table and start dancing. That's not something I do. (laughs) You come down the stairs. Falcon um, catches you in the corner of his eye. Corwin also kind of... um, kind of ponders you a little bit. Alphonse claps his hand and says, Ah, Beric, come, meet my friend. Uh, Beric says, uh, Thanks for letting us stay, um, but I need to get to bed. We've got a long road tomorrow. Thanks for the hospitality. Oh, it's always our pleasure. Again, Falcon doesn't even look surprised to see you. Yeah. Um, Corwin, on the other hand, is like trying really hard to not kind of hold back his his look of shock at what he sees, but he com- regains his composure and continues to fuss over the tables. Yeah. So Beric's just gonna walk. <laughs> First, he's gonna say, "You got any bread?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> any any type you'd like up here on the table. Um. Barrett grabs two loaves of bread and says thanks, and then walks out. You hear him kind of heartily laugh as you as you leave. He kind of just kind of a surprised, hearty laugh. All right. So Barrett gets back in here. Says, Fen, I didn't find anything. I think that maybe just the life of living out here has made them soft, and they don't really care about what's going on anywhere else. Yeah. You know, they're all into their own stuff, whatever's going on. So, you know, they're weird. They're out here by themselves. They get a little lonely, a little strange. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, it's good for the night. We'll get out of here and, uh, you know, move on. All right. All right. So, Barry goes to sleep. Okay. Long rest? Um. Yeah, you're going to do a full rest, a long rest. You really need to stop almost dying. <laughs> Maybe. Someday. <laughs> uh, excuse me. You okay? Yeah. The morning... Um, triangle begins to sound. Uh, people start to rouse. You hear um, a lot going on. The sun hasn't even quite risen yet. You do feel quite rested, though. Um, if anybody partook of any of the food, uh, they feel they feel really well. They feel like um, they don't feel famished or starving the next morning. Um, although there is definitely something on for breakfast. Smells like sausages and and maybe some kind of biscuit bread that's being that's being baked, and um, there's just kind of a little bit of not a hustle and bustle. Laya is not actually there when you guys wake up, and neither is Cern. Hmm. Yeah, they're probably eating breakfast. I'm gonna go get some food. Um. <laughs> hmm. 
Beric will go with Finn to go get some more bread. Okay. Shield's going to stay in his room. All right. So Alphonse's down already. He's eating heartily. Um, Falcon is actually um, just kind of wandering around, picking stories. He's, he comes over and he sits by Sir and he's talking to Sir about who he is and where he's from, just gathering stories and hearing how he's doing. And um, says, "You're you're more than welcome to to work for me. I I don't have a lot of work, and but I can pay you honestly, and I can." I can provide you the best that I can. Um, I've got the bunkhouse. You and your daughter can stay there. Uh, my boy Pell could always use the help in the pens. Um, there also is the uh, odd patrol we do every now and then, as as you well know. Orcs seem to be encroaching on our on our lands, but I will more than more than gladly take you on. Uh, interesting. Well. Sounds like you guys got some uh, some work. Oh, he says, yes, I do. Thank you, thank you very much for for bringing us here. It's more than I could expect. Where where is Laya anyway? She wasn't there when we woke up. I'm not sure. Oh, that girl. I, apologies, Mass <clears throat> Master Falcon. I, I'll find her right away. He can, he starts laughing heartily again. <laughs> Don't worry about it. There's not much trouble she can get herself into unless she leaves the walls and. And and Pell will make sure she doesn't she doesn't go out the outside of the walls. Yeah, just a dragon and a bunch of orcs wandering around the forest. That's all. <laughs> Nevertheless, Cern leaves the leaves the leaves the room and is looking for his daughter. So Beric looks over at Alphonse and says, Alphonse, not Alphonse, but uh Falcon, you're uh the people speak of you pretty highly as a great hunter. Um so if Cryovane shows up, can we count on your help to uh to slay the beast? Well, I'd, I, I would be glad to be rid of it. Would um, you like to it, add a uh, dragon head to your wall here? <laughs> that would be that would be quite the trophy, would it not? So, can we count on you? Indeed, it would. I, if ever I'm in, if ever I'm needed, we're gladly there. Well, I mean, the people kind of need you. There, there is a dragon about killing people, so I guess you're kind of needed, right? Well, I, I I I see what you're getting at, wise one. Um, it is true. We we're even though it seems like we're living a sedentary life here. Trust me when I say we, we do make sure that this part of the forest stays safe for those that need it. Um, I just because I don't deal in the in the machinations of the politicians doesn't mean I don't care about the people of this land. No, I I understand. I I don't think the orcs care either about what the westers do. But all right, well, if the dragon ever attacks here, um, we'll come help you. I guess. I I truly appreciate it. And if we can rouse the dragon, or somehow, if you know how to to incite him to come to us, and we could lay some type of trap, by all means. But it is a dragon, and you yourself, well, your companion at least said he nearly lost his life. In, in barely facing fortunate the thing the thing seemed cowardly enough to run off after taking one one glancing blow so maybe he's not as devastating a monster as we think he is oh yeah just yeah just just a little dragon mm-hmm. no no problems there i think you know if you just stand up at the top of your roof with the pan and the ladle and just say 
here, dragon, 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 here, dragon, dragon, dragon. Uh, you, you, you are the most fun I've had in a long time, my my friends. I do hope you come back and visit again. And trust me, if the day is ever needed that Mike can lend my sword to bringing that creature down, I will more than gladly be there. Yeah, I sounds. We good. we totally believe you. Do we believe him? I believe him. Can this is a great a... breakfast. Let's get out of insight here. Insight check. That's a, that's a nine plus two. That's an eleven. Um, he seems as sincere as he could possibly be. There's there's no real deception in his voice. Um, you know, and with your and with your um perception, it's you know, it, it, you just feel pretty confident. He just he seems somewhat arrogant, but at the same time self assured. Um, doesn't sound like he'd be someone who would totally abandon people, but at the same time, isn't very being very proactive. At the same time, he did abandon everybody already <laughs> and is here. <laughs> So Barrett grabs two more loaves of bread and leaves. Is it, oh, so Alphonse, are you staying here? Alphonse, yes, I, I, I will, I will stay here for a while. He pats his belly, and um, and just can't help but smile. I think, I think I'm good for a while. Yeah, you old warriors, you guys probably have a lot of catching up to do here. We'll catch you guys later. We we will we will leave the slaying of dragons to younger men. Yeah. So as we get out, Barrick says, "Finn, I hate everything about these people. <laughs> eh, they're not too bad. They're not the worst people I've ever met in my three hundred years." That's that's probably true, but um, I don't think we're, we're probably going over to the. I don't know which way we're going. We probably should have asked directions to the logging camp. So I'll go back yeah. in. <laughs> I'll go back in. Hey, uh, by the way, before we head out. Do you know which direction we need to go to get to the logging camp? Uh, indeed we do. So you're going to follow the river. Follow it north. Um, just just keep going. Once you get to the fork where it veers either – it's going to – as you're following north, it's going to veer towards the east. Eventually you're going to come to another fork that goes back to the north. Stay heading east. The camp is on the river. Running north, running west, running east to west. That's how they send the logs down, down the line, and uh, um, to get you know to make their living. Does that make sense? Sounds good. Follow the river north. Stay headed east at the fork. Got it. Yep. Got it. Sounds good. Later, dudes. Later, bro. Catch you later, guys. Later, bro. All right. Um, you've got about a. Where are you guys only going? 20... We got to follow the river. The this is only twenty-five track. miles up. It's only twenty-five miles up river, so you could, yeah, depending on whether you'd like to. Falcon doesn't really have any kind of watercraft. Besides, you'd be um, paddling against the current. If you wish to use any kind of flotation device to get down the river, or you can just follow the bank of the river the entire way. Um, we we still have our carriage. Our carriage would would be able to pass through here, right? Because we had our carriage that we took over to Alfonso's place, and then from Alfonso's place over here. You've got you've got that, um, but it, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to float it because it's going to go. It's going to try to float south naturally. Oh, I mean, we would drive the. Is there not a a trail? There's 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 a little bit of a trail. The trail doesn't follow the entire length of the you know like it's not a 
perfectly worn trail the entire length, but it's enough to take the carriage. Is it this trail on the left or the right? Trail going north. Um, They're both going north. So actually, you want to go, but you want, I'm sorry, you want to go back across the bridge. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, why are they going? Yeah, you want to follow the river. All right. Okay. All right, let's follow the river. Um, as, as you're walking out, um, Laya comes running across the bridge and she says, wait. And she just kind of runs and grabs Shield's leg. Hugs it really tight, and then runs off back into the. Oh, at least someone that was, was grateful. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> Another enough weird crafts going on in the last twenty four hours. Let's go. We meet some interesting folk, Finn. All right, so we get on this carriage and let's start this carriage ride. It's going north. All right. So again, it's about it's about twenty it's about twenty miles, twenty five miles worth of a journey. So at some point, you're going to need to need to rest. You won't get quite the full distance in a day, but you, you can get a, just about halfway there in a day. All right. Um, the road is nice. It's again, it's a it's a it's a wooded road. So there's a lot of there's a lot of canopy cover. Um, you know the the, the leaves that have fallen and the foliage that is built up is real soft and um, hasn't dried to a crisp, so it's not making a lot of noise. It's a very, it's a very calm and peaceful path, actually. Uh, Shield keeps his eyes to the sky, looking for dragons. Okay, um, roll roll perception. That is a nine plus zero, so that's nine. Real good. Okay. Um, you're, you're, you, as you're looking up, you're catching like glints of sunlight through your visor, and you kind of get distracted by the oh, just the beauty of of this wooded path and this uh, shadow shadowy path. It's just too calm and peaceful to really feel like there's much of a threat. Ben, do you ever think you'll retire, find a camp in the middle of nowhere, and just stick to yourself after all your campaigning is done? Uh, no. And just let Oryx pillage villages nearby and not do anything? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, you know, there's some people that might do that, but uh, not me. <laughs> you think we can trust them if we do need their help in their future? Do you think they would come? Uh, maybe. Probably reluctantly, but they would come. I hope so. If nothing else, to at least show face and say that they came and they were there. Maybe Harbin really has burnt every bridge and the desire for anyone to help out the town because of Harbin Wester. Do you think it'd be different if it was someone else in charge? Maybe. You never know. It's hard to tell with uh, people that live such short lives get upset, offended, and, you know... They don't have time to be offended when they don't live that long, but they still get offended anyways. <laughs> the humans seem to take particular offense to things, despite their yeah. short lives, as you pointed out. Indeed. Indeed they do. Maybe it would be wise to remove Harbin and put someone with a little bit better perspective in charge of Phandalin if people do want to survive. 
Yeah, I vote for Barrick. We'll put him in charge. Uh, you stop talking. I'm just going to lay back and I'm going to get some rest, okay? I've had a lot of bread. It was a joke, Shield. A joke. That was Barrick. Oh, that was Barrick. Barrick and, Sh- Barrick and guys, Shield sound similar right now. Like, it must be that grass you're both eating. <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes. I don't know. Like, I don't mind hunting at all, but if you're just going to put, you know, the heads of dead animals everywhere as like, hey, look what I did. I shot this thing with my bow, and it had no chance of defending itself. Eh. Like, hey, if there's dragons up on those walls, then I give you mad, you know, then that's something to brag about. But deer? The bear, maybe. Maybe the bear was sick, maybe, though. Maybe it's his way of honoring maybe those the bear animals. Was sick. He puts it up on the wall to remember them and the sacrifices they made for him and the, and the people that ate the meat. I mean, I don't think right? the deer, you know, came up to his feet and laid down and died so that they could survive. I mean, there was a lot of deer yeah, heads in there, just, Finn. It's just his way, you know. I'm it's, supr- it's nothing to worry about. I'm surprised the woodland elf, you know, rose no eyebrows. How many eyebrows do you have? Do you have one eyebrow? You have two eyebrows? I have two. I don't have a unibrow. Are they clearly okay. defined not, eyebrows? They are clearly defined. I am obviously the best looking one among our group. Uh, well, I am and, a raccoon. So, there's that. Yeah. I guess you but, have that on, on me. It's not a big deal. I hunt animals all the time. As so long as standing you show them respect. This banter is going and um, you seem just so calm and collected by the... Um, just by the, the, the path in general, um, almost practically tripping over it, there is suddenly a, a rustle up front, up, up ahead of you, kind of a quick skittering. And as you look ahead of you, there is a just a boar standing in the middle of the path. On two feet? It has, on four feet, Okay, a boar. A boar Today. is standing there. Just a regular old-looking boar. <laughs> um, although it, it's kind of transfixed by the sight of you. You startled it as much as it startled you. And it is just kind of glaring. I'd say, go on, boar. Get out of here. It doesn't move. See? Animals are dumb. All right. So do you think we should kill it and just mount its head on our wagon just to show off that we killed this boar then? Yeah, that might be actually a good idea. You could scare it away with your fireworks that you shot at that one lady at town. I'm sure she was impressed by that. Uh, I saved those for special things. All right. So Shield uh, uh, Shield stands up and bangs on his shield. And he says, get out of here, boar. Bunk, 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 bunk. <laughs> it, Why don't uh, you just- Blair, that big snaz of yours. <laughs> it, it kind of... <laughs> it, it kind of backs away, like, kind of shuffles to the side and eventually just turns and... <laughs> trembles off into the forest. Shul grabs Finn and says, Finn, the priestess of the boar, what are the chances that we cross a boar here? Uh, probably pretty good. So I would like to make a perception check into the forest. Okay. You're perceiving can't see the forest for the trees, sorry. That is a three. Looks pretty forest-y. Make a it looks super foresty. My ears with get a lot of 
forest type. 23. Oh, dang. Devin rolls the 23 and I roll a three. Plus, we're in the woods, right? So You're in your Um, natural element. With his 23, he goes, "This, you're right. This is a very foresty forest with a lot of forest things in it. Um, it other than other than the board just taking off, um, not on the trail, but what looks to be like, you know, just a standard game trail you'd see, um, you don't really notice anything else. I got a bad feeling about this. Shall we carry on? Yeah, I don't see any problems. All right, so we carry on. Beric is going to keep a watch. Okay. So, um, it's now nighttime. Um, you are not too far from what's, I mean, you've, you've been, you reached the, the, um, the fork in the river. So you can continue heading east, or you can make camp here. Ah, we should probably make camp. All right, then let's go ahead and make camp. That's a long day's travel. Probably tired. So, um, Shield says, I'll take first watch. All right. What's your passive perception? My passive perception is a 10 on shield. Okay. Um, it, there's, there's nothing really like, um, uh, that seems out of sorts over the, during the evening. It doesn't take long for your end of your watch to just be, be, be time. And, uh, it's time for you to wake someone else up. Um, so then I'll wake up Beric. I'll say, Beric, it's your turn for watch. All right, fine. I'll do it. And then Beric will watch. He has a passive perception of 21. Okay. Um, same thing for him. It's just a pretty quiet night. Uh, he may have even dozed off a couple times during that. All right. Then he wakes up and he uh, goes over and pushes on Finn, who's probably just meditating, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Ben, your turn. My turn. Your right. turn. I saw you sleeping, by the way. Don't think I didn't see. You shut up. And he goes to sleep. <laughs> Let me get one second here. Just watch out for those boars, Finn. I ain't scared. I'll shoot him. <laughs> Will you mount him on your wall? No, on the wagon. All right. Do you have a Our passive perception is plus ten while we're in the forest? Plus ten? You get a whole extra ten while you're in the forest? Well, no, double, so it's five, so it's it just says plus ten or whatever yeah. <laughs> on the thing, so it's ten. Oh, I got you. What's yeah. your passive perception though? Five, but it gets doubled while we're in the forest. No, over there, like on the oh, okay. So, Finn, because of that. Um, Nothing approaches your camp. Nothing ever makes a threat at all to your to your location. But you can definitely tell that um, that there are creatures every now and then rustling through. It kind of feels like like you're being circled. Um, you know, that's kind of a, almost at equal intervals 
of distance and time when when movement takes place. It does sound like a four-legged creature, but it sounds like more than one. Um, again, nothing ever moves in close, um, and nothing ever makes itself known. But definitely, you are being either trailed or shadowed or followed, okay. or all of that. Also, I, I found I figured out what you're talking about. It's actually 15. Uh, over on the left here, I saw it in the box. Ah. So it would technically be 30 right now while we're in the woods. Or there the you forest. go. So, yeah, um, so you, you're right, like so on spider sense at this point with the forest. Yeah. When everybody wakes up, I'm like, nothing crazy happened. Uh, but I do think there are some beasts out there that are kind of circled around us, maybe watching us. So I'm sure, you know, she probably has some spies out in the woods. I mean... You know, if you got some conspiracy theories and crazy stuff happening, <laughs> she'll, as you like to think about all those things. But uh, nothing bad happened. But I think we should just keep an eye out. And uh, any more boars come along, maybe we should shoot them and take them into town to sell, sell the meat. <laughs> I think that's a good plan. If the priestess of the boar can actually see through the eyes of boars, then I guess... That makes sense if that board just stood in the road, not moving, staring at us. Yeah. Damn it, boars. Okay, we continue <laughs> east. Okay. Um, you head east, uh, following the river again. Eventually, um, it becomes pretty clear that you're getting closer and closer to the logging camp as you find um, glades and um, groves that have been leveled or cut down. It does look like they're being somewhat responsible and there's they're replanting and things taking place. They're not completely de just destroying it outright, um, but they are definitely um, getting, you're getting closer and closer. The further you go east, um, the more obvious it becomes till eventually the path kind of splits away from the river itself. It looks like there are a couple of little um, dams up ahead where they used to divert logs and to hold logs and those kinds of things. So the, path diverts away from the river a little bit and circles back in and as it circles back in you find yourself at the at the edge of this camp there is a, a couple of large areas where it looks like there's where workers have tents set up there are um campfires that are no longer lit there's obviously um tools and the workings of of an active of an active mill off to the Northeast, there is a, an edifice there that looks like it's got a bunch of logs, find some fencing, and also has um, hearth. But then in the center of of the of the camp looks to be just a ramshackle, destroyed um, edifice that's been torn down, and it is completely eerily quiet. Someone's mic is making funny noises, by the way. Um, can you, I'm sorry, can you, could you hear all that? Yep, that's much better. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, Beric <clears throat> says, I think we should, uh, tie the wagon up here before we just ride it into the middle of the town. What do you guys think? Sure. It's nice and quiet, but I'm sure that's, uh, because there's problems around here. All right, shall we split up and explore and figure out what's going on here? Uh, I don't know if splitting up is a good idea. 
Haven't you ever heard those ghost stories when you split up? That's how people get killed? Uh, I'll follow you then, Finn. She says, I mean, you guys both have a tendency to die. So. <laughs> Shield says, I'll take <laughs> the lead. Yeah. So Shield starts walking forward, Shield out, um, and walks up to these first um, sets of tents and starts to investigate what's going on inside these tents. Okay, so as you... Tents, where are we? Let's see here. Oh, see way over map? here, that's why. Okay. It was, it had put it oh, sorry. on the left <laughs> side. I was like, gotcha. where's Grandpa? All right, Shield, as you, as you walk forward here, you get to about right there, actually. The second you, you stand in this very spot, you feel the ground around you um, tremor and oh. shake. There is a loud um, erupting noise as you do so. And da, 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 bursting from the ground. No, what is that? <laughs> bursting from the ground and then rearing up on its hind legs, towering above you with these insect-like claws and these long antenna and mouth parts flailing about in front of you is this massive bug-like creature who just pops out of the ground out of absolutely nowhere and lurches for an attack. To be continued. No! Can it be to continued right now? <laughs> we can. We can. I have time do if it. you guys have time. That's okay. Let's do it. Devin, yeah, do you have no, I'm, time? I'm down. Uh, well, I mean, I have to get up in about six hours. Uh, so. so you're saying yes? <laughs> I, I and the only reason, only reason I could say to be continued is there may be a lot more happening than just this. <laughs> I'm down to continue. It's up to Devin. Uh, I think we should wait till next time. <laughs> just I need to go to bed. <laughs> All right. Thanks for hanging out with Sounds us, like, everyone. Yeah, this can take a lot longer than. Um, <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. I'm excited to fight whatever these creatures are. Um, we've had a lot of ethical questions on the um, ethics of hunting and <laughs> <laughs> very philosophical discussion happened tonight. Yeah, we. I think we solved all the problems. Um, and until next time, I think you know what. Um, it's time to shut up and roll for initiative. We'll see you later. Right on. Good night, everyone. Good night.